0: good morning all saints uh, good morning to all those of you at home jeff good to see you through the camera palm sunday i see you all waving your palm crosses this morning i seem to have missed the memo i don't have a palm cross with me this morning but i have brought with me those are the classic symbols of palm sunday my two lumps of limestone I can see all the amateur geologists in the room sitting up with glee, the rest of you not so much, lumps of limestone, uh, cloaks, donkeys, palm trees, palm leaves, lumps of limestone. Some of you behind your hands are saying, don't worry, it's the trainee vicar, don't expect too much. But give me a moment. And hopefully these lumps of limestone may say just a little more than maybe we expected. Let's begin just by reviewing that story, the story of Palm Sunday, the gateway to the Holy Week, where Jesus comes into Jerusalem And there's spontaneous and raucous outpouring of joy after all that he's done. And this pilgrim crowd who are arriving for the feast of the Passover that week pick up on this phrase, this proclamation, the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna. Hosanna to the son of David. And they're referencing Zechariah 9 verse 9, as Jesus comes in on a donkey, this idea of the anointed one, the Messiah, the king, the one that's been waited for for 500 years since the prophets started talking about this stuff. And so the crowd pick up on this whole theme of Jesus arriving as this Messiah, as the anointed one of God. And he doesn't arrive on a Rolls Royce, in a Rolls Royce or in a Range Rover even. He arrives on a kind of rickety bicycle, the colt of a donkey. This humble Messiah there's a new message being spoken and they go wild now of course the priests who are there are less than pleased by this first of all the pharisees the priests who are the shepherds of israel they haven't been included in this discussion about announcing any desire and any messiah and you might understand therefore why they're a little bit reticent to give their to support to this and and also a little bit alarmed that there's a raucous crowd outside the city of Jerusalem with the roman authorities inside and they are raucously declaring a new king okay there's trouble afoot here and so the priests speak to jesus and say look tell them to be quiet to which jesus replies simply look you might as well ask the rocks under your feet to be quiet, as to ask these to be quiet. Because all of creation is crying this moment, Hosanna, save us now. They have recognized the king and they are crying for salvation. And if they don't, the rocks under their feet will. Now, two guesses for the type of rock that was under the feet of the priests. Anybody want to take a stab? Limestone! Limestone. But uh, actually, I've got it wrong. This is Jurassic limestone from South Wales, uh, from a beach. It's nice and round, fits well in the hand. Uh, But in in Jerusalem, it's Cretaceous limestone. So there's the only difference. What's 100 million years between friends? Uh, Small point. So my Jurassic limestone will fit the bill today. We're going to try and listen to it and see if it has anything to tell us. give Give me a moment. I swear this worked before. Okay, I'll put that down. I'll use my notes. Talking rocks. I mean, really, come on. isn't that just Jesus being figurative about this? Maybe. Maybe it's just the throwaway line. Or maybe these rocks do have a tale to tell. In the Psalm 19, it says this, I think we might have Psalm 19. Do we have Psalm 19? We do have Psalm 19. This isn't about the rocks, this is about something else in creation. So the rocks represent the lithosphere, one of the spheres around the earth. And above that lithosphere is something called the atmosphere that we also might call the heavens. So this is a different sphere, but it's another part of creation. And this is what the heavens declare. They declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. So as you're reading this, read into it rocks too. Read into it the whole of creation. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They used no words. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. Remember that, state, uh, that statement, if you will. Their voice goes out into all the world, to the ends of the earth. So our rocks do, as part of creation, the same thing. What would they be saying, particularly on this Palm Sunday? Now, what we know from the story of Palm Sunday is that they would have said, Hosanna. That's what everything was saying. Everything was preaching this word, proclaiming this word, Hosanna. Uh, thanks, Ben, this morning for that amazing rendition of the King of Glory. We all join together. The word hosanna in Hebrew, as many of you may know, means save us. Save us. Right now, if we listen closely, we just might hear these rocks and everything else around us declaring and proclaiming that very thing. All of creation. Groaning, declaring, God save us. In Romans 8, I think we also have that scripture here. We know that creation groans, it groans for the revealing of this very message. Save us. It was subjected to futility, it says elsewhere in Roman. Cre- creation subjected to futility because of us, because of our sin. It groans to be released, it groans to be reconciled with God. It was not its own fault. God, save us. Save us is the voice of creation. Now, the Apostle Peter tells us that we also, as living stones, are being built into a spiritual temple. Maybe it's those living stones that are those voices of reconciliation. Maybe it's those living stones that also cry out, Salvation now. Maybe they actually have been given the power to realize that salvation. The living stones. And now it starts to make a little bit more sense what Jesus is talking about with the priests when he says to them, look, you might as well try to tell the rocks to shut up. Because they're shouting this stuff and all of creation with it. Don't you hear it? Save us now at the gateway to the Holy Week when Jesus is about to demonstrate the power of God's passion for us. Oh, God loves us that much that He would give everything that is precious to him for us. What a message. And the rocks want us to know it. Even the rocks, the most difficult thing in creation to speak. And remember that Jesus told the disciples to go into all the world and preach the gospel. To what? In one telling. To all of creation. Go into all the world. You, living stones, we, living stones, go into all the world and reveal this message to all of creation the rocks too sounds a little bit cryptic on the face of it and it brings to mind this idea of stewardship you might be thinking to yourself our stewardship a little bit fringe ah you know it's one of those things we all ought to pay attention to can't quite see how it fits into the gospel but it is front and center the message of god stewardship stewardship means this to manage to take care of to treat things with care and yet we do what we do going back to geology for a moment you may be aware that we are in a new geological time period that started a couple of years ago, called the Anthropocene. And it's so called because it's the first time in the history of the universe that human beings, uh, their effect is seen in the rocks of the earth. Microplastics, carbons, other pollutants. The stories that these particles that are now laid down in the rock under our feet tells is one that is a sad story it's the story of us not taking care of that life not respecting a gift that was given to us and to all of creation to care for now just for a moment if i can take that idea one step further and say stewardship is this it's about caring for a gift that god has given to us What if your life is a gift? What if it doesn't belong to you? What if you are a steward not only of creation, but of your own life, part of creation? How would that change the world that we live in? I, I talk with my school pupils about this quite a lot that they live in a culture which is very much rights-based. They all know their rights really well. What we don't teach so well, in my opinion, is how to take responsibility. That responsibility is at the center of what we do. Responsibility for our lives given as a gift to us by God to release this message of love and hope and peace to a world in our lives, in the way that we live responsibility stewardship it is the center of the gospel message so when jesus says to go out and preach the gospel to all of creation he's not necessarily saying to become eco-warriors what he's saying is what god has given is a gift and we have responsibility for that gift and the rocks Try that message too. Patience, Jesus said, as well. We're not quite there yet. Holy Week, we have a couple of days. Yet before we get to the real events of Holy Week and how Jesus really displayed the story in glorious technicolor. Patience. And wait till the Holy Spirit comes, you living stones, to tell this story. And we want the world fixed now. We want Ukraine solved. We want the world's uh, problems in the environment solved. We want it fixed. And how many times is it that you've prayed your prayer and the immediate answer has not arrived and we feel that frustration and tension god answer my prayer we're perplexed why god doesn't answer it patience is one of the answers another answer is of course inappropriate prayers Um, i often think about the, the lord's prayer you know our father who art in heaven holy is your name Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Get your head in the right space first before you ask a prayer, is what Jesus is telling us. Pray like this. Get your head in the right space. Remember who this God is. In the words of C.S. Lewis, he's not a tame lion. Just take care with God. You're not going to ask him an inappropriate question then. And later in the lord's prayer we find the personal request lord give us this day our daily bread give us what we need no more no less sabbath economics patience though is the other answer to why we don't see the answers to our prayers and rocks are really good at patience um, these particular ones here are uh, two million years old, geologically speaking, Jurassic. Uh, they were laid down in a shallow tropical sea. Yes, South Wales was once a shallow tropical sea. Wouldn't we? We'd all be none of us would be flying over to IB for anything if uh, that were the case today. So these um, calcareous bodies of tiny creatures, in super abundance in that super sea, were falling down um, to. the the ground and forming a layer of lime which then built up layer upon layer upon layer upon layer we have mountain ranges built of this stuff so super abundant is the life that god has created it's then been crushed and pressed persecuted not abandoned in the words of a psalm crushed and pressed until 200 million years later God appoints a time for our stones to be released from their rocky layers by the sea. He calls upon the might of the sea, irresistible force meets immovable objects, and the sea crashes into the cliffs and releases our cobbles of limestone, which then get rolled for another few thousand years, to provide for me a nice handheld experience." And maybe a message in this church of a rock speaking, creation, calling out. Rocks are great at patience. Geological time can show us that. What rocks are doing, what this is, this story of Palm Sunday is... It's prophecy. It's the revelation of the heart of God. That's what prophecy is, revealing the heart of God. Prophecy itself takes some learning, and first of all, you've got to be able to listen, to hear, and then you've got to be brave enough to speak or to enact what God brings to you. Last week, Ivana uh, was at the front uh, bringing some prophecy to us and you might have heard in her voice the emotion and the passion that comes through it and i don't think prophecy can be done in any other way i think it involves your whole heart and and thanks by the way to rich and Kath for providing spaces in a church where we can allow what we hear from god to be expressed amongst us that's prophecy and these rocks are speaking prophecy as we sit here these rocks are singing that same song hosanna so this day palm sunday is not so much praise but proclamation the fulfillment of prophecy in many, many ways. This message of God's to reconcile all of creation to himself through us. So as we cry Hosanna, as we joyfully and urgently and imminently release that message again, We ask for God's salvation for our broken world. What a prayer. We often forget, I think, that creation is always ready to speak God's message. Always. It groans waiting to release this message. We carve messages into stone as if somehow... They might last forever. And you can understand it if you look at the gravestones and the tomb memorials around this church. They're really touching. They're beautiful things. But as you look at them, you'll see even they begin to wear out. They begin to wear off. So our deepest... Our deepest emotions we try to carve into rock. But they can be lost to time too. Not so what God speaks into our hearts. There is nothing lost in what God speaks. Touching though these efforts might be that will eventually wear away, we need not fear the loss of those words because the deepest parts of our being are not lost to time they are written by god and they are written into our hearts if we will let him 2 corinthians 3 verse 3 and i think this is the last scripture that um i'd like to put up if i can you show that you Are a letter from Christ written not with ink but with the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone but on tablets of human hearts. This is the great hope that we have to share with the world. If you've ever heard the message of God's great love for you, or perhaps if you've never heard it, but you've not had the patience to wait for the Spirit, or you don't understand why God doesn't work for your life, And maybe this is the living message for you today, that even the stones are crying out God's message. If only we can still our hearts to listen, to hear, we might hear God's message to us, to the world, to all of creation. So as we enter this holy week, through the gateway of Palm Sunday where the rocks declare the message that salvation is coming. As we enter this Holy Week, having had several weeks of messages about the pain and the suffering that is in our lives presently that we don't know what to do with, We hear the creation groaning and we hear the voice of God calling us again to allow our hearts to preach this message. And if we do so, we join with the rocks under our feet. We join with all of creation in crying, Hosanna, To the Son of David. At the end of this meeting today, um, can we extend the usual offer that if that message needs to be rewritten in your heart, if You want that message to live through your life, and you don't see it happening, come. Let's pray. We have a God who wants to write on our hearts that message. So at the end of the service today, do feel free. I'm sure Rich will offer that invitation again. So may those words be spoken in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.